Hi, my Bollywood nerds. You are welcome to The Gist. This is basically where I share my opinions on various topics in Bollywood and eventually give you gist on events I end up going to. And today I'm going to be talking about something I tagged as the new genre experiment. The new genre experiment. So let's dive right in. I've been watching Bollywood films for about, what, five years now? And um, I think I've seen a certain level of the evolution of Bollywood films based on everything that I have been watching. And obviously from the 2000s, 2010s, I think um, there was a shift in how content was being made and how content was being viewed. For a very long time, films were either referred to as content-driven films or commercial pop boilers, which they referred to as masalas um, and stuff. But as we kept going in, you know, year after year, the content-driven films started to, what they called content-driven films, started to have, started to get a little bit more of attention um, because of how well the stories were written and how they addressed more serious matters. I think one of those films or two of those films would be um, Varun Dhawan's ex um, exp experiment with I think one or two of those films with which were Varun Dhawan's experiments would be Badlapur and um, October. Then there was another film by Deepika and Amitabachan, which was called Piku. Now these films were referred to as content-driven films. Um, a little more recent stuff would be films like um, Badaiho, Sub, uh, Badaiho, um, and a few others like that. Now. For me, I think that that divide was a necessity for Bollywood because they needed to be able to um, basically figure out which films were working for them and which films were not and, and stuff. And there were a lot of genres that were yet to be experimented with or, you know, um, and stuff. So anyways, over the past five-ish years, there has been this um, shift and this um, evolution of how films are made in Bollywood. And a couple of directors took it upon themselves to venture into some of the genres that had been more or less passed over um, with time and also try out what you would refer to as franchises. I would start with the franchise that um, Dharma had attempted to, to do. Um, and I, I, I say that this is a note to Dharma as well. The first franchise that I watched was Student of the Year. And the first episode or the first movie was a pretty decent high school film. Um, a lot of people had negative um, opinions of this film, but I felt like they didn't get the point. The film was more like a... It wasn't tailor-made for adults, per se. It was more of a film for young adults and teenagers. That's the way you have high school musical and, uh, you know, camp rock and stuff like that. So this was kind of like the high school musical of, of, of India at the time. That's the way I saw it. And um, it was a decent storyline. It launched some really awesome actors. And I think that it was a good way and a good um, method of launching new um, actors into the industry. At least I think that was Khan's um, motive for doing this. But I was not too pleased with the sequel or the next film that came along. And I think it was mostly because of the approach. Now, a lot of the times when you have a franchise, what happens is that they continue from where the last film stopped 
and then either show you, you know, different versions of the existing people or show you what happens to them after they went into, you know, uh, after they, you know, finished the first film. But what Karen did in this case was that he just cast different people and, you know, gave us a spin on the original story, but then watered it down to the point where it held no water. <laughs> Yeah, okay. And stuff. He Obviously, he still used it to launch new actors. But the story was awful, the casting was bad, and it really wasn't worth it. It didn't do much justice to the existing franchise. I, however, think that the, um, the general concept of this franchise is a good one, but I feel like they sh the approach should be different, and they should attempt to make them sequels that follow different sequences of the film, of the original film. I think if they dial it back that way, it would work. But that is one of that's like a case study for the franchises which to be very honest bollywood has the capacity to have um major franchises the way you have the marvel cinematic universe and things like that because of the amount of content they reel out you know from year to year then with the genres the genres that have been popping up of recent are horror comedies um sci-fi and uh let's see um uh yeah basically horror comedies and sci-fi and i don't know how i feel about the way these are being done first of all with the horror comedies there's been a few hits and there's been a few misses which is to be expected but i do think that with time it's going to be a genre that is going to be extremely commercially viable one of the people who have you know jumped into the water without a care in the world is um, Anushka Sharma, who is turning out to be a really good producer who has a knack for finding really good scripts. The first one she did was, um, the first couple of ones she did was Pari and Filori, which both delved into this genre um, pretty well and were executed to a very decent degree for experiments, but they still needed a lot of work. But I think she finally nailed it when she did Bull Bull, which dropped this year on Amazon Prime. And the story was haunting. The colors, the way the film was shot, the actors, oh my man, she went in on it. And that was when I felt like there was hope for this horror com comedy um, genre. But unfortunately, when I watched, when I had to, you know, uh, experience a film like Lakshmi Bomb, it made me more hesitant because Akshay destroyed it, you know? And stuff. I won't go in on that so much because I think I've already decimated that film too, too much in one of my episodes. But it does shine a light on the fact that um, due to these successes and a few hits and misses, um, this is a genre that is slowly starting to you know, see the light of day. I think another experiment in this genre that was really worth watching was the anthology Ghost Stories, which was directed by Karen Johar, Zoya Akhtar, Dibakar Banerjee, and um, Anura Kashyap. Now, they've done um, an, an anthology before this, and that was um, Lost Stories, which I absolutely loved. And Ghost Stories then followed. And I'm someone who shies away from horror because I just can't handle the anxiety that comes with it. You know, the suspense of horror makes you want to keep watching it. But then when the things start happening, your heart will just be beating giz, giz, giz. Anyhow, I can't come and die because I'm watching film. But my curiosity got the better of me, and I ended up watching Ghost Stories. And um, I started with the lighter ones first, or the ones that I felt were lighter, so that I could brace myself for the harder ones. And to be quite honest, I was really impressed. I loved um, Zoya's uh, story the most. 
um, with them, Jan V and uh, Vijay, because first of all, it was almost like your typical um, horror story. But at the same time, it was also like your typical love story that, you know, has different nuances. So at first I was just following, you know, the, the dysfunction of Jean V's love and relationship. But you see, the moment she started working with um, the older woman, whose name I can't remember right now, I see, I was completely creeped out. And by the time the film ended, I wasn't even sure if I knew what happened. But I did know what happened. And it, it screwed with me. Yo, people, it was deep. Ah, that was a really good one. And then, of course, Karen basically brought what he's good at and adapted it into this new genre. So his comedy was a little bit more funny. And it was just, yeah, it was family, marriage, and a ghost, a ghost of, of, of the husband's grandmother would not leave all his uh, wives and fiancés alone and let them be great. It was not... It was not funny. It shook me really badly. But for that genre, it was amazing. Debakar and Anurag went down the darker route. I don't think I... I didn't really survive those two films. <laughs> but in summary, what I'm trying to say is that with the, with the various experiments that have been done with the horror comedy genre, I do think that, you know, the industry is onto something. Um, there are a couple of other films that are in that genre that are coming out, like Booth, like Booth Police phone booth, something like that, which is starring Siddharth um, Chaturvedi, uh, Ishan Kater, and um, Katrina Kef, and amongst other films. The other genre that I think that, uh, you know, is also making a very hesitant and slow uh, <laughs> way into the industry is the superhero sci-fi genre. Now, everybody has been very skeptical about this genre, and I understand why. Because it, it, there's a thin line between tacky CGI and amazing VFX. <laughs> so if you get it wrong the first time, you might as well not bother um, and stuff. But then a film like Krish, um, basically it, 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 it opened people's minds to the possibilities of it. It wasn't exactly the best, but it wasn't the worst either. Of course, the action was exaggerated as usual. I mean, there were some things that... <laughs> Anyways, let's not go into it and stuff. But later on there was a film called Flying Jat, which was directed by Remo D'Souza. Uh, so, it was a good experiment. It, was a, it wasn't a really good film, but it was a good experiment. Tiger Shroff was the lead, and, you know, he had the whole Clark Kent Superman kind of character going on. And he became, you know, the savior of all. But, first of all, the CGI, the VFX in that film was nothing to write home about. Second of all, I don't think Remo D'Souza should be directing films. And if he does direct films, he should focus on dance films. Because, yeah, let's be nice. So Flying Jack didn't do so well. Um, and Jacqueline Fernandez, I don't know. It was really shallow. But it, like I said, it was a good attempt because it had not been done before. But they again, to, to find shortcuts to pull it off, they borrowed from every single superhero movie they could think of because they did not streamline what Tiger Shroff's um, powers were. So he was basically doing everything. He could fly, he had laser vision, he had, you know, slow motion. They borrowed a scene from X-Men, all of that stuff. But the fact that they were able to pull it off to some degree was the reason why I forgave the film and stuff. One of the films that, for me, though, really worked was Mard Kodad Neyota. And that was an attempt at the superhero genre. It was The character was very Peter Parker-esque. Um, and the story was fantastic. My God. 
I watched that film and I was raving like a maniac for days afterwards because it was done perfectly, very comic book style. Nothing was overdone. The story was very realistic. The action was very realistic and the acting was amazing. Uh, the cast was um, Abimanu Dasani and um, Radhika Apte. No, the other Radhika, Radhika, Radhika Madan. And they killed it. They literally killed it. I mean, the, the, film, the story was about a kid who felt no pain. He had a rare disease where he couldn't feel any pain. And his grandfather basically helped him to create and become a certain way to accept what his weaknesses were which was the fact that he got hydrated very uh, dehydrated very quickly so he always carried a backpack and he would say pani pita jahe which means um i think stay hydrated or always drink water something like that and stuff and it was epic it was epic and it gave me hope because it was done so well that you you can tell that if that film if they invest in it as a franchise it would be it, it would stand pretty well you know beside existing superhero franchises outside the country especially stuff like um spider-man because this is a home a homegrown superhero that is very relatable he's young enough to appeal to the younger generation and old enough to appeal to the adult generation and i think it's it's a franchise in the making that would be amazing because the film ended with a cliffhanger that gives us the impression that there will be a sequel but the film didn't do as well as it should have done so i'm hoping that the makers are not you know discouraged and um you know discouraged and decide not to 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 go on with it but um yeah this is just my opinion in general about the way things are evolving i personally i've always been on the lines of romance romantic films and content driven films but then with time action and other genres started to you know catch on for me and stuff again in the franchise department and i keep coming back to dharma because they are the ones who seem to be attempting to do it there was a film i watched called humpty sharma kidulhania and again it was varun dawan and um ali abat and um yeah it was a really endearing film i'm more i'm smiling as i'm saying this because i re i liked it a lot it was you know easy to easy to listen easy to watch and easy to be entertained by but then that story of the underdog falling in love with the you know the rich girl and then having to fight for their love it was also kind of a bit of an homage to ddlj because i think shashank has i don't know what it is but he has this attachment to old school romance and bringing them into new school movies and everything but it was a beautiful film and by the time it started to do the sequel again dharma cast the same characters this time but then just changed the storyline and it became badrinath kidulhani and i was just like yo why do that i mean if you cast different people we'd be like okay it, it makes sense for us to have different people with a different storyline but you cast the exact same people to play the exact same roles in a different scenario and it's supposed to be part of a franchise i found it a bit confusing because i could not detach um varun's initial character from the first film you know from the existing character i was watching same with alia so i i don't know i didn't like the film as much even though the messaging made a bit of sense and stuff but not to you know carry on this segment for more than is necessary i'm excited about the experiments that um, filmmakers are doing right now i'm happy that they're trying to, they're starting to push themselves outside of the box and i think that kudos goes to the people who were brave enough to make the experiments in the first place 
it has also given um you know an opportunity to a lot of the actors that people didn't really pay enough attention to until now like Vikrant Masi, Ayushman Kurana, Rajkumar Rao, Shobita Dulupala, you know and other people like that so I'm excited because anything good is good for me and everything bad well you know I'll roast it here <laughs> and stuff but I'm always welcome to change and you know consuming content that is worth watching and with that I do believe I'm out of grammar and I'm tapped out on English. But my darling people, what do you think about this evolution of Bollywood movies and this new genre experiment? Do you think that Bollywood stands a chance with these new experiments? Do you like what you're seeing in the name of these experiments? And which of these films have you seen that you think are worthy of the praise or worthy of the bashing? <laughs> do let me know in the comment sections below. And yeah, your Bollywood nerd is out.